Hey everyone, JWoww here. Welcome to the very first episode of the Netflix 500. We are three friends, Joshua, Hayden, and I, just trying to clear our entire Netflix list three movies at a time. This week, we watched the original Indiana Jones trilogy, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and The Last Crusade. Initially, we were also planning to cover the abomination that is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but thankfully, time got away from us here. If you by chance have never watched the Indiana Jones films before, hit that pause button and go check them out on Netflix immediately as there will be spoilers in this episode. These characters really are near and dear to us as they probably are for most of you listening. So sit back and enjoy our conversation. Everybody, thank you so much for joining me today as I talk about the only two Indiana Jones movies that matter. No, Raiders stop of it. Raiders the Lost Ark and the Last Crusade. Stop it. <laughs> All Listen, right. we're doing all four Indiana Jones because all of them are on Netflix right now. They so are. We they may are going to spoil the crap out of this. Out. We're going to spoil the crap. No, hopefully. <laughs> if you no no, 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 no. They've stop. been on Netflix since since January, so you're hopefully right, they right. stay on. <laughs> Listen, if you don't know the endings of these movies and you're like, ooh, spoilers, just jump off a bridge. <laughs> like you don't, you don't even matter, man. Like get. J- uh, what I'm saying Stop is, if you want to refresh, if you want to refresh yourself, listen a to this podcast. Bit on... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here we are. We're gonna go right into it. We're starting with number one, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Three, we are not starting chronologically. We're nope. gonna go right for the first movie. We, we have to go right for the first movie. And but whenever we start, like right here, I would just like to open up this this movie and say. A few things about the opening scene. Have the floor. <laughs> Firstly, <laughs> the opening act is is just Spielberg flexing on us. Masterclass filmmaking on a character introduction. Because we take like, I think the opening scene is 10 minutes or 15 minutes. I can't remember. Something like that, yeah. And uh, we go from this guy that like steps into this light after just bullwhipping a dude's gun out of his hand from behind his back, like, just, look at guy, you know? <laughs> and then he just, like, steps in light, perfect, like, angle lighting over his lights, to <laughs> running away from a giant boulder, terrified out of his life, diving into the mud and the dirt, and getting chased by a bunch of indigenous people in thongs, shooting arrows at him, screaming, Jack, start the plane! Start the engine, Jack! <laughs> like, terrified for his life. And then he gets in the plane, and he's like, oh, I've made it. I'm fine. And then he freaks out more because there's just a snake in his seat. And Jacques is like, have a little backbone, will ya? It's just, we we learn this character so well in so little amount of time that he's this incredible action-adventure star, but also the most human and vulnerable, like, person. <laughs> like, yeah. he's in danger. He will die, basically. And is then, what the movie's and then immediately us. after that, he's in a classroom teaching uh, uh, whatever archaeology. Archaeology? <laughs> is it archaeology? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's over there, like being a total nerd about what he's doing. It's <laughs> yeah. his day job. So he goes from being like this badass guy to just being this total well, nerd. So I, like, I love this character. It seems That's like so every. Good. It seems like every adventure he goes on, it's like dumb luck. Yeah. Like he survives purely <laughs> on dumb luck. Exactly. But he's also skilled at what he does. But it makes it look like he's just surviving on pure luck. So there's um, a... Go ahead, Jay. Wow. 
Okay. Before I just want to, I don't want to get away from the intro too quickly, right? Um, because it just, like you said, it gives us like this classic Indiana Jones, like the the little uh, booby booby traps before he gets to the, <laughs> the little booby, <laughs> that little booby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the 12. booby traps that he has to get through and all right. that stuff. I remember as a kid, uh, like going to Disney and seeing like the Indiana Jones um, mm-hmm. thing that they have, like the the right. show that they have. Yeah, and like I don't know what I remember more clearly that show or this intro to this movie because they so closely uh, correlate with each other. Yeah. Um, but it's so great, like seeing that character doing all those things that even like years after watching it for the first time, it's like so like great watching that scene today. Mm. And then what's cool is the Doc Ock is in this movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. I've never noticed till this you time. Didn't know that? <laughs> like, he looks completely different. Like, yeah, that's just because well, he's he so young, you know, he just he's, looks. He's, he's this is his first movie role. He's 20 oh, pounds. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's 20 years younger and 40 pounds lighter, you know <laughs> what I mean? I, I was like, is that him? It, it is. It can't be him. He looks a little weird. Is that him? That's him. <laughs> <laughs> he looks a little anemic. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Very tan, um, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, It's really cool because um, not only does... Indiana Jones have a cool intro, but Marion has a great Ooh, intro as well. Oh yeah. It's just a really, really cool intro with her like taking the drinks, like pretending yeah. to be drunk and just like winning this whole little I, thing I think here. that I think that Marion is my favorite <clears throat> Indiana Jones girl because I feel like Marion is the only girl in all well, I guess three movies, because she's in the fourth one. Uh in yeah. all the movies, I feel like Marion's the only one that I felt like actually could a keep up with Jones and uh-huh. also uh, Jones keep up with her, and b <laughs> she was not this she wasn't a damsel and they they established that from the beginning she's not a damsel oh, yeah she in gives distress. it right back to him right away yeah, yeah. she she Punches is a hundred percent her own person and I yeah. don't think that was the most common thing in the eighties I mean obviously it was starting to be more common for female characters to not just be scream queens. Uh, mm-hmm. But then the 90s took that all away really quickly. Uh, <laughs> but, like, Aliens had come out, Star Wars. Um, wait, had Aliens come out yet? Yeah. Uh, th- right? No, I don't think so. Oh, no? Okay. Well, look at I'm Indiana not sh- I'm Jones. I'm not sure. <laughs> Blazing the trail. <laughs> um, because Indiana Jones came out in 81. Aliens came out in 86. So, yeah, we're good. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. This is before Aliens. A couple years ahead. Yeah. Um, what's what's really cool is that like this this film doesn't feel like it's aged, other than like the fact that you know. Oh, the green screen. Yeah, that obviously, <laughs> especially in the that thunder scene when they're in the desert digging. Um, but I think what ages it the most, other than like the effects stuff in the film itself, mm-hmm. is the the Nepalese guy in the tavern fight scene. Like that guy is like Ooh. not Nepalese actually. No. That it's definitely white. <laughs> Wearing that's that the mask. Same, that's the same guy who the big bald guy later in the movie gets chopped up by the propeller. That's no, the no, no, it's actor. not. That's another guy. What? I'm, I'm talking about the one that got shot. The Nepalese oh. guy that got shot. Like his eyes are super squinted. Like they really try to make him like Asian, but that dude is not Asian. I was wondering what was <laughs> probably he, because why they he was shot so it. weird looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but you're right. The, the bald guy is in that scene as well. He's yeah. the one that dies over the fireplace, I think. He gets into that big fight. Yeah. But did you know that that dude is actually in all four movies? 
I didn't know he was I in the last one, but he was, I knew he was, he was edited. Using... He was cut out of the last one, but he was in a scene that was deleted. Yeah, but he's in at least in the first three films. He's in all. all yeah, three he's films. in all three of those. Yeah, boy. So cool. Yeah. Um. Wait, before yeah. we get off, before we get oh, okay, off, okay, okay. before we get off the intro again, <laughs> John Williams displays his incredible talent and knack for creating audio dynamics that do not meet the expectations okay Mm. so at this point john williams is pretty well known he's done jaws and he's done star wars uh but uh with indiana jones he had the opportunity to create this sort of theme for a serialized action adventurer and i think that he did the best theme i've ever heard of for anything like this could just be nostalgia speaking but who cares but whenever Indiana Jones is introduced, we do not hear that theme. We don't hear. Yeah, that's right. We hear like this low, grumbling, like. Yeah, it's like, almost like something that you would hear from like a, a Bond villain or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's very it's it's so layered and detailed because if he just if he played the theme right there, even slowly on those like French horns. It would remove any kind of like mystery or atmosphere that Spielberg had created cinema, cinema, cinematically. Cinematically. <laughs> cinematographically. <laughs> but d- d- just the display. And I feel like it's one of those things where we get away from that now because of so much use of temp music. Uh, what's that video that we watched like all those years ago? Every Frame of Painting? Yeah, I think... I think it. I, uh, I don't remember if it was ever from a painting or nerd writer, but yeah, yeah. You, and they talked it's... about tip music. If you're out there, uh, anybody who makes those videos, uh, hit us up. <laughs> but like they talk about the use of tip music in modern cinema, and I think that that removes uh, a lot of composers' ability to create an original thing because they have yeah. to start with a base because the movie's already been edited. The movie's already right. been put together for this kind of soundtrack to happen underneath it. That doesn't mean that good music can't exist. The Avengers theme is incredible. I love it. It's very triumphant and wonderful, but (laughs) I'm just saying, I think that the overall music could be better like this, like Indiana Jones has incredible music all the way through it. Anyway, John Williams is perfect. Let's move on to the next part. Through all four films, even though the fourth film (laughs) He don't miss. He don't miss. Um, John Reese Davies as Sala. Mm. Great. Goals. Goals. Also, also Denholm oh, Elliot. I think that's how you pronounce his first I, name. I'm not I really think it's sure. Den, Denholm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. As as Marcus Brody Marcus is fantastic. Brody. I, Marcus Brody is one of my favorite act like of actors. What characters? <laughs> characters in this whole like saga? Yes, absolutely. Um, which I'm so glad that in the third one he gets such a bigger role than in this one. Yeah. Um. Well, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Um, what what I think is really cool is the exposition scene in oh. the with the the bad dates. Bad yes, dates. dude. <laughs> I that that to me was like the perfect um, Hitchcockian like thing, where where Alfred Hitchcock has this famous lecture or whatever where he talks about the difference between uh, suspense and surprise. And uh-huh. he says, like, surprise is whenever four men are sitting at a table eating dinner and an explosion, a, a bomb goes off under the table. Suspense mm. is whenever four men are sitting at the table and the camera pans down and you see yeah. the bomb. 
and then they continue <laughs> their conversation. And that's exactly what happens in that scene. Once again, Spielberg just proving that he can learn from the best and then exceed their expectations. Yeah, I I, I don't think that scene fully, especially the tension, doesn't fully translate to today's age. Um, the tension is it's a little bit quirky. Like we know he's gonna survive. It's Indiana Jones. Sure, but do even we if know he's that? never watched this movie before, but even yeah. so, like there is that little like quirky because like he almost eats it at one point, right. and then later he throws it up. So there is that little quirkiness and fun aspect to it, which is all I need to get through that exposition dump. Because it's if it wasn't for that, it would be just a boring scene. Yeah, and I think that that's something Spielberg's really good at in these movies is delivering ex uh, exposition with character. Like whenever they're uh, talking about the arc originally, um, I think that it's really interesting because it's it's a Western movie. I mean, obviously, it's it's made for American audiences, and America is a uh, uh, you could say like a Christian nation at its core, where most of the most of the country knows about God. Most of the country mm -hmm. knows about right. who Jesus is. So there's not... Yeah, so a, the Ark of the Covenant kind of makes sense to... Right. There's not a bridge to build for understanding. They're just kind mm -hmm. of like diving in, saying like, oh, this is the Ark of the Covenant, the thing that the Jews or the Hebrews carried around yeah, in the yeah, desert, yeah. whatever kind of deal. People know the story of the Ten Commandments, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's not a lot of exposition, exposition that has to happen for the object. The exposition is for the... Uh, modern the day. map yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. so the nazis and the map room yeah and this exactly, stuff. exactly so they don't have to focus on the object that they're chasing they just have to right. focus on what the movie that's true i didn't even think about do. that i didn't it's think really about great. that there is no exposition really with the arc no. other than like that that little it's a really short scene right before he goes to the tavern yeah with the uh government officials but it's super super quick and yeah that's and, what that's what i'm saying he's like yes yeah, it's a power of god lightning yeah, yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> whatever. whatever, whatever you want it to be. I'm Harrison what, yeah, Ford. <laughs> I'm Harrison Ford. He just Hated says what? that at the end of every scene. I don't have. Hated. I don't have a whole lot of notes on this movie because because it was flawless. I mean, <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> but I think one of my favorite things, and this applies to all movies, but one of my favorite things that Spielberg uh, does is every death that happens in each movie is so epic so like at oh, the yeah. end at the end of um <laughs> god at the end of the lost ark where they're standing up by the ark and the guy like melts yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's like fantastic. between between the screaming between all of the whatever they use to make that death happen wax in each movie it was just absolutely incredible and mm -hmm. it makes you it makes you feel the intensity of like it's just and like like you're saying Spielberg's just flexing over and over again about how good <laughs> he can make something yeah he really well, is you know you know it's funny Spielberg actually didn't know how they were going to do that he said it's in the script we're going to do it this way we shot he, sh he they shot like all three actors like doing a scream with their faces and then he's like i don't know how they're going to do it <laughs> hopefully they can do it and like Honestly. he literally had no clue how it was gonna come out after that, <laughs> but it's so funny because like ILM delivers as well with that Bro, with those effects. ILM yeah. does not miss. 
They're <laughs> shooting a hundred percent. Ben Burt is the is like the chief sound designer on this. He's the guy who helped design a lot of the sounds or all the sounds for Star Wars as well. He's yeah. he's been like the chief one of the chief foley artists at ILM. I don't know if he's in anymore, but he's just one of my heroes. Uh, pretty much any sound effect in a movie that you hear, he probably created. Uh, so something that I love about this movie as well with the sound design at ILM is the punching. The yeah. punch sounds in this movie are so incredible. Even, Every punch is even like though the, even though the choreography is terrible. There's some rough stuff, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, but it's the '80s, you know. But like, what's the '80s? What do, what and they're they're like, oh, this isn't like a kung fu action hero. Right. He's just a a dude. He's just yeah. gonna throw hands. So yeah. obviously, he's not gonna be great at it. But what I'm saying is, like the the impact sounds of the punches are unquestionable like they are the best sounds and they made it by getting leather jackets chicken bones (laughs) baseball mitts and then hitting those with baseball bats that's crazy (laughs) yeah so that's like that crack sound and those like deep impacts that weight yeah 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 it's from like smashing chicken bones that are inside of leather jackets and on top of uh Baseball mitts. Well, and the good audio, I think, also helps with the fact that the choreography is terrible. Because yeah. after a while, you're not looking at just what's happening. You're hearing, you're hearing that, and then think, you know, you lose. You're, yeah, you're you're like, wow, right. he hit the crap out yeah. of him. <laughs> yeah. But what's what's cool is that, like, although the fight choreography itself may uh, be a little bit lackluster because of the times and all that stuff, um, the the sets and like the things that happen in like that scene where they're fighting on, yes. the, on the plane. Yes. Oh my God. Like yeah. that's great. The not only, not only because incredible. of like, yeah, not only because of the set piece, not only because of like the, the blowing up uh, aspect of it, right. but like also the, so like the rotating thing, the, the propellers of the blades, those the are always like adding thing. like the rotating plane and the, yeah. rota- the propellers on the blade, like the blades on the plane. So like, those are all adding a little bit of tension, but also like the acting is spot on in that, that section as well, because like mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, at, after he hits one of the guys down, uh, before the big guy, the big brawly guy comes out, right. he like starts climbing to help Marion in the plane, and then the guy like shows up and he's got his hands, <laughs> his fists up, yeah. and then Harrison Ford looks back and he's like tired, and you can he's see like, his face is oh, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's great, like it's so comedic, it's so like perfect timing, it mm-hmm. works so well. But um, it wouldn't it wouldn't work if uh, Indiana Jones was supposed to be like. Fast and Furious, Dominic Toretto. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it, w- yeah. it wouldn't work. It, he has just, to be a person. The, like he yeah, can't yeah, be yeah, a exactly, supernatural exactly. being. Yeah, he can't just be the guy that he's like. He knows he's gonna win this fight. Like right. he just doesn't want to even start this fight, but he has to. Right. But it's it's great. It's perfect. Um, so, I, I another. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Hayden. No, mine. Mine's more of like an ending before we move on to the next movie. Oh, so okay. okay. Um, so I want to go back a little bit to the 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 Well of Souls. Um, okay. Because, first off, uh, the cinematography in this film is great, but, like, especially in the scene when they're digging up the wells and you see the silhouette, like, it's it's sunset, and you see the silhouette of everybody digging, and Indy goes oh, and grabs bro. his hat, puts his hat bro. on. It's such an iconic, like, moment, I feel like, to with me, the score under <laughs> it as well. To me, that that is just as iconic as uh, whenever Luke is, like, standing on that, that uh that dune and the twin suns are setting like <laughs> yeah, yeah that yeah. kind of i wouldn't say like creativity because it's not necessarily like whoa that's so creative how'd you guys think of that it's just <laughs> it's just doing something that you know is going to look good 
because you know it's going to look good and fit with what you're doing. Yeah, hundred percent. And it also gets a little callback in the third film at the end when they're riding yeah. off into the sunset, which is the but, great um, way to end this trilogy. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, but going back to the Well of Souls, I love this part where uh, Indy Indy goes down. Which I'm, I'm gonna do a quote here. He's like, "Snakes, why do it have to be snakes?" And Salah's <laughs> like, "Asps, very dangerous. You go first. <laughs> he's like, "Asps." I love, I love the relationship between him and Salah, man. He's talking to everybody. Like Salah's talking to everybody. He's like, "Ah, oh, asps, very dangerous." And then he just looks at Indy and he goes, you go first. <laughs> it's incredible. So but it, I think the, my favorite moment history. in this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think my favorite moment, though, is when he's inside the well and then Balak comes out and he's like down there. And yes! I don't know what Balak says, but <laughs> what does Balak say in that moment? I can't uh, remember right now. He says, oh, damn it. I don't remember. But, he, but the way that Indy goes, ha, 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 son of a bitch. <laughs> it's perfect oh it's uh, so perfect yeah. he says something like oh Dr. Jones you've been exploring exhibits for so long now you get to become one like yeah that. exactly yeah yeah. <laughs> it's and so perfect I love that and then they just yoke Marion into this like 100 foot drop oh yeah yeah and he just catches her as she falls off the from hanging on to the, the, the big tooth sculpture yeah um, raw but I don't know uh, after that, you know, there's a whole scene where he goes after the truck with the oh, bro. With, on the horse. <laughs> it's Let's so funny. Right before time. that, he's like, I'm going after that truck. He's like, how? I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. <laughs> it's a perfect. It's a it's a it's literally a perfect like moment of this uh. is Indiana Jones's entire character. <laughs> how? I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. <laughs> That whole scene, though, I mean, that's a that's like a flawless action sequence. Absolutely, whole, going from the horse to the truck, going underneath the truck, like like props to those stuntmen. Yeah, great. and it constantly shows, uh, it constantly shows like indie. We we know as like movie goers and watchers, and we know this movie is called Indiana Jones, so they're probably <laughs> not going to kill the guy at the yeah. hour and a half mark in a two and a half hour movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I I think. That we know that he's not going to die, but it always seems like he's right there next to like death. He's always yeah, yeah, about yeah. to die. Well, and that's yeah. why I always thought, oh my god, he's the James Bond of treasure. You know, he does everything. Like he's James a little Bond. less rapey but than anyways. James Bond, but yeah. <laughs> well, not not that <laughs> much less. You're right. You're right. You got me. He's a very sexual man. You can tell on the second and third. He's got a lot of movie. libido. Yeah. The first um, two are like very heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is my last fact or uh, last note. So in in the I don't know what where it was, but when he climbs in to like do the staff and let the mm -hmm. sun shine oh, to show yeah. him where the it's, map room. Yeah, the, yeah, the map, map room. room. I don't know if you notice, but there is actually, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I'll let you finish. You have to get this. Once out. again, John John Williams writes the some of the the, the greatest melodic themes of all time. Uh, please continue. So I don't know if if I, I I didn't notice it. I had to look this up. But there is in that map room on in one camera shot, and it's super quick. You can't. 
you can't really tell, honestly. I don't know why they would put it there because nobody would notice. But there is a painting of R2-D2. <laughs> R2-D2 is in that, uh, in one of those camera shots. They put that's him amazing. on the wall. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's funny. So, wow. Like, I, a, I, like well, a hieroglyph or something? Yeah, I yeah, went, I I went so. back <laughs> so and funny. you can actually, if you if you really look carefully, you can see it. But They, they like pass in front of it like real quick. They're like, yeah. Yeet. Yeah. That's amazing. I did That's Star incredible. Wars. That's what he was trying to say. Yeah. Star Wars is my jam. <laughs> Star Wars uh, my is last, a prequel my to, last Lord, thing. to to this now. Yeah. To Indiana Jones. <laughs> my last thing before uh, we move on to the next film. Uh, and I don't want to move uh, on yet. It's a gripe that I have. The oh. whole submarine thing. Okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. I, I quickly, know quickly, what happened quickly, there. I know what happened time. there. All right. So I think the movie is flawless until it goes to the Ark being on the boat. Mm-hmm. I think that the movie drags after him and Marion have a romantic connection. The movie immediately starts Which, dragging. Pause, 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 pause. Okay. The romantic connection. Where doesn't it hurt? Here. Puts his elbow. Here. He's just so mad and frustrated. And she's just like, come on, dude. You saved my life like three times. I just want to kiss you. And he's like, get out of my face, Marion. <laughs> And then uh, she it's hits a little, him that, with the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> he's just angry after that. He's oh just god, just injury on oh, injury. Okay, anyway. anyways, back to the summary. So <laughs> it drags really hard for a long time, or not a long time. It drags really hard for like seven, eight minutes, and that seven, eight minutes feels like a, a minute. Um, <laughs> but I found out there's a deleted scene where the submarine never actually submerges. That's how Harrison Ford or Indy gets the right. island. He right, like he straps himself, himself to like, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, he straps himself to the uh, the little like periscope, periscope on the yeah. on with the his sub, whip, yeah. and I'm just like, hey man, um, but even if that uh, wasn't a deleted scene, like even if that was actually in the movie, good. I still wouldn't it, like I it. Wouldn't it. Like, like it. what a sub is supposed to submerge, like yeah. that's what it happened. Like I no, wish... no, no, no Nazi U boat is gonna go across the Atlantic or wherever they were. I actually know if it was the Atlantic or the Pacific. Yeah, I don't but... remember where they were. <laughs> um, no Nazi U boat is gonna yeah. go across without submerging during yeah. wartime. Like what? <laughs> I think. Well, it wasn't wartime yet. I think that. I think that the that's true. The thing it was like that thirty-two me, or something like that. Right? Yeah, I think that the thing that bothers me the most about it is that it could have been easily fixed with an edit uh, and like a small reshoot of just showing um, Indiana Jones in a Nazi officer's uniform in the submarine. Yeah, or like he swam into one of the torpedo bays. M- torpedo bays and snuck that's what in I'm saying. Was, like it could, it, so it could have things, been yeah. fixed with that and. I think that that whole scene, I think, could have been rewritten and, re- and replaced with, like, yeah. the Nazis actually took the Ark, whatever, you, yeah. you know, or something. And anyway, not important. But before we before we move yeah, on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> before we move on. All right, quickly, because we need to give some time for the other ones, too. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, so, quickly, before we move on... Uh, they're really lucky that closing their eyes worked. I, there's no way that Indy would have <laughs> yeah. ever known. He's like, shut your eyes, Marion! You Don't know, like look at it! There's no way that he would have known that worked. Uh, my new favorite catchphrase is, it's not the years, it's the mileage. Uh, and <laughs> um, The movie ends uh, with just literally a warehouse full of mystery boxes. It's like J.J. J. Abrams' wet Area dream. Area 51. 
Yeah, but they bring it back we find in out later. Crystal Skull. Shut up. We don't talk yeah, about but... that abomination. <laughs> <laughs> they bring it back. So it comes right, back. Going, what I'm saying going... is the movie ends with J.J. Uh, Abrams' wet dream, a room full of mystery boxes. <laughs> Which means we'll probably get a J.J. Abrams sequel, sequel like 10 years from now. Or something. Wait, sequel, did you know maybe? that there's supposedly an Indiana Jones coming out in 2020? Well, not yeah, anymore. I think it got it got moved to twenty one or twenty two or something like that. I yeah, bet it got moved to twenty five. But even awful. then, it's it's weird because I actually I actually read about it and Harrison Ford is like, yeah, I'm really excited to work with Steven, but Steven's not even on this. Spielberg's yeah, that's what not I heard. in this movie, so maybe uh, he but doesn't anyways. know that. Yeah, I'm really yeah. excited to work with Steven again. <laughs> Steven's not in this, Harrison. <laughs> Whatever. <Well. laughs> he always sounds right, angry. So as long as let's I'm go not to doing Star Wars and let's go to Temple of Doom. <laughs> Uh, Temple of Doom. Oh, Doctor uh, I was I was always confused. Um, I that love short round. None of the characters in the first film are in this one until like a couple years ago when I realized it was a, a prequel. Because yeah. the movie itself never really says it's a prequel. Right. Well, I mean, it does whenever it says the year at the beginning. Ah, uh, see, yeah, but like, who's gonna <laughs> remember the first one was like only a year after? It's it's, it's yeah, like you're right. The thirties, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, you're so, right. So, anyways, um, but anyways, I I actually really like this movie. That's good. Uh, it's not I my think, favorite. Oh uh, yeah. It's it's probably my third favorite out of the three, but I it's I still my, love this one. Yeah. I think it's my fourth favorite actually. Oh what? That's impossible. Uh, listen, I'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. Gonna, okay. Okay. I'll, first of all, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say that I didn't watch this movie as a child. My parents okay. bought me the the Indiana Jones trilogy whenever it came out on DVD. But took that one out. And they took it out and they threw it away because I grew what? up in a very like evangelical home, <sighs> and they were like, "None of that witchcraft in here." Like my mom didn't I mean, let me watch Harry Potter oh yeah, until it, I moved I, out. It <laughs> makes sense. It was pretty uh, so pretty dark. My parents didn't let that me. That makes sense. Yeah, this movie is it. definitely dark yeah. for like kids. I mean, this movie is the reason PG thirteen was invented. Right. Right. Uh, so it's like, uh, yeah. but <laughs> it's fine. So this was actually the first time I'd ever watched it because I've never watched it. Oh, what? Wow. So hold on. Wait. Yeah. Whoa, 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 yeah. Whoa. That's I'm a blown big deal. away. That's a big I know, deal. right? I know, oh right? My gosh. This is the first time I'd ever watched it, and I'll say this: that movie, the movie is crisp. Like cinematography in this yeah, movie, it's great. Is on point, except for the mine car race. We won't. Um, oh my god! I'm the movie so... is is crisp though. It looks really we'll get good. There. We'll get there. But uh, a few criticisms just out the gate. Just out the gate, like the first like twenty minutes of the movie, Willie is easily <laughs> the most annoying. Person that I've ever heard in my entire yeah, life. Their relationship yeah, is what makes no, the no, movie. No, 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 Mary and Indy's relationship made the movie. Willie, I feel like, was a huge step back for female leads or supporting characters in the Indiana Jones series. Right. The only the only relationship that matters in Temple of Doom is Short, short round, round and Indiana Jones. Sorry, <laughs> Amen, I, brother. I thought you were talking about Short Round. That's my bad. Oh no, 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 no. I hate Willie. Short Round is king. Kate Capshaw was terrible. But I don't Steven think she Spielberg. was terrible. I think she I, was. She did it. She played it to the to the T. Yeah, she played, exactly. She right. played the character the way it was written. The thing is that the character should have never been written. There it is. <laughs> there it freaking is. Listen, I think this movie would have been better without her in it at all. I could easily like. There's a there's a, yeah, like a funny a short joke. round and in the yeah, yeah. But they yeah, need there's, sex. There's a, there's a funny joke. Uh, they need that sex. They have to put stop. sex in the movie. So. Stop. Yeah. Um, it's this is a PG movie, please. 13. There are kids here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a family movie. Yeah, seriously. Um so there's a, there's actually a joke about Raiders of the Lost Ark that um if Indiana Jones wasn't in it, everything would have happened the exact same way. 
and nothing would have changed about the movie. Uh, and so, first of all, that's hilarious. But secondly, what I will say about this movie, it's it's Steven Spielberg's first sequel ever. It's the first time he's ever mm. done a sequel, and he does uh-huh. a prequel. Steven Spielberg and George Lucas did not repeat themselves in any way, form, or fashion. No, they yeah. They didn't use the same mythology. They didn't use no, the same yeah. terrain. They, they like, freaking went No, not the same villains, after. yeah. It was amazing, and I thought that that was really smart and great, but they got railed so hard for this movie because of how dark it was, because of yeah. how bloody and violent it was, and I feel like Spielberg... But it's, it's like what you said. America is this like largely conservative Christian yeah. nation, so seeing like this witchcraft and dark, exactly. this guy ripping a heart out of another human being... And then it just <laughs> catching on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it makes sense the controversy that it had when it came out. Sure. But yeah. I, I, I still can't let this movie go. It, it, if I had to like pick one thing from this movie, Short Round is one a great character. Yeah, incredible character. And I'm character. so disappointed that he never shows up again in the, in yes! the trilogy. Thank you. I wish uh, – something I love about Short Round specifically, and this was a Spielberg thing, I think, is that Indy, Indy uh, kind of <laughs> – sees not not maybe he doesn't see himself but he always sees himself as the guy that's like accomplishing whatever the most important thing to do is right Mm. he always is like i'm fighting the biggest bad guy or i'm getting the stones like he's doing all stuff but short round constantly is just like saving his life oh yeah and he has no clue he has no idea (laughs) and he's like quit screwing around with that kid and get down here like like, i just saved your life again indiana like but he but it's funny that like it's great because like short round doesn't see it that way he's like okay (laughs) he's like he just just in for it like he's he does anything he tells him to do Mm-hmm. Oh man! I gotta um, say though, I cried whenever his friend died at the beginning of the movie. Whenever they just like uh, shot his friend, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> "No, that's so sad." And then he Listen, just straight up was about to freaking shank Willie in the in the club. Yeah, I know. What the heck? I was like, "Is this Indiana Jones?" Or right? like, <laughs> he's like, "This guy's like, give me that diamond." Or he'll do anything for this diamond. So that's this what's interesting. That's what's interesting about this. I think it's cool that like this is a prequel because it makes him a little bit harder and right. less of a morally uh, like straight Good. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he he has a little bit of this moral questioning inside of him. Like for example, when the kid when uh, Short Round asks him. Um, what does he say? What what is what is Sankara? And he's like fortune and glory, kid. Fortune and glory. Like he's yeah, about that. Yeah. Like he's a he's not. He doesn't care about anything else. It takes him seeing like these kids being enslaved for him to be like, right. I need and to do the right thing. And him being enslaved himself. Yeah, yeah. Later on, yeah. Oh, it'd be like. <laughs> but that you know what I mean? You know like it makes us it makes us like see a different side of Indiana Jones in the sense of like, okay, so he goes through this ordeal to become who he really is, right? In, in a sense. And I, I really um, appreciate that about this movie. I like that it's a prequel because I feel like Spielberg... Yeah, I don't think this would have worked as a sequel. Yeah, absolutely not. Because I feel like Spielberg didn't have to like show Indy in a growth pattern. Right. Being like, I've learned from the Lost Ark. Like, didn't have to do that at all. He was like, fortune and glory. But can we talk about the raft out of the plane? Okay, yes. Guys, yeah. That is so super unreal. dated unrealistic it's super it's dated not, okay I but also let's talk about this i don't care about that either my thing is like we're at the top of the himalayas and in less than a second we're all the way in a river rapid like what is going on here i don't know they're flying at like mach 2 like <laughs> 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 
I will say this. I think the funniest, because I'd never seen this movie before. The funniest thing in this movie, though, because this is the first time I had seen it, is whenever, I don't remember, I think the guy's name was like Shao King or something like that, the bad uh-huh. guy at the beginning. No, and no, he's no. Like, Oh, in the beginning, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, and Leo, Leah, Lee, Shao Li or something like that. Shao Li, yeah, Shao Li. <laughs> and he goes, like, Indy's getting on the plane, and he's like giving him like the smirk, and he's like, better <laughs> luck next time, Shao Li. And he closes the door, and it says, Shao Li on the plane. <laughs> and the yeah, pilots are perfect. just like, mm, yes. We will kill him. <laughs> it was just amazing. It was so yes, funny. Yes, we understand. Lao Shea. Lao Shea. That's, what it was, that's yeah. it. But it's, it's yeah, it's that's so funny. To, to, so good, so good. It's it, perfect it, timing. It plays into Spielberg is just really good with that kind of like tongue, not tongue in cheek, like that physical comedy where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the characters don't know, but we all see the funny thing. Yeah. Um, another great exposition scene in this one. I think even better than the first one, in my uh, opinion. It's grosser. I, I do. It's grosser. I, I think it's funnier. I think it's a funner scene. Like, okay, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think it's so much fun seeing Willie and Short Rounds' expressions and reactions to, mm-hmm. like, what these weird, gross things are bringing them out to eat. Like, it's perfect. Right. I and the whole exposition dump is during that time. I almost What's couldn't that? make it through that scene. <laughs> I, was like, I was, like, repressing Which scene? deep gags. Whenever the, they were cutting the open scene. the snake and oh. all that stuff, yeah, it's great. Like Willie, I think. See, that's that's why I think Willie. That's the only time I think Willie like works as a character. It's that scene because you can see somebody like that reacting to that, but yeah. also the scene right after it when they go to the bedroom. That makes sense. Yeah. But everything else with Willie kind of is annoying. Uh, yeah. I love the scene where um, they find the little uh, entryway into the Temple of Doom. <laughs> Dude. And then, and then he's, him and Short Round are like about to die, and he's like, <laughs> come over here, you need, a, you need to pull this lever. And she's like, there are two dead people in here. And he's like, there'll be two dead people in here. Hurry. <laughs> And then the camera like goes to where his face is, like that little hole in the wall. Like we are going to die. Die. <laughs> yeah. It's like just a tinge of like overacting by Harrison Ford, but it works so well right it, there. It's it's flawless because yeah. uh, Willie is overacting the whole movie. So <laughs> that that scene where they go into that little cave and they're like discovering where it's going, it just goes back to how well Steven Spielberg did all those bugs. Oh. And dude, oh yeah, yeah. They make you feel so gross. I had <laughs> I had to check my skin often. I was my like, skin I feel was crawling on me. <laughs> um, uh, Josh, I actually disagree with you about the the tracks scene. I actually love that I love scene. That scene. I think it's probably I, I, I think it's probably one of the best scene in the movie. And I think it actually holds up really, really, really oh, well. I really do. It. You gotta watch it with I fresh really eyes, do. bro. There's I did. So I watched much, it yesterday. There's so you watched it yesterday, but you watched it when you were a kid, right? No, I understand that, but wah, I think wah, it actually wah. holds up really well. For example, there's a there's a part where like short round is getting pulled between uh-huh. these two yeah, like little great. carts, and there, there's a there's a slight like um, no, I um, disagree. Rubberiness to him, and I think it's it just adds like funniness to the, to the all, moment. It's just like really poorly done, like claymation at those points. I disagree. I thought it was really well. I, did, I thought it was really I, well done. Like you could th- just And not just, just for the time. I think it would it would hold up as like No. Because this you gotta you gotta think of this movie as a fun movie. That's the I, thing. I, you can't well, only think of it as like this no, great blockbuster hit. Green screen was done movie. really well. No. Like there were but there were some parts that I was all, like, oh that looks really good. All three of these movies all three of these movies fall short whenever it comes to any kind of green screen. And I don't think <laughs> yeah. that's because of the times. 
I think that's because they knew where they wanted their money to go, and they didn't want their yeah. money to go to green screen visual effects. They wanted to go to physical green uh, visual effects. And I think that something they could have done better on that front, I think they could have had the minecar scene, but there are scenes whenever they're actually in the minecar doing those things, right? Yeah. Why yeah. couldn't they just do more of that, like the physical in the cart? Like, Well, I'm sure some had, of it was a little dangerous. <laughs> sure, but they had the budget. They have stunt actors. They listen, they definitely had the like the budget listen, and the means to speaking, do that. Speaking of budget, they didn't have that much of a budget. I'm sure like inflated it was great. But like, for example, Raiders was $20 million, uh-huh. and Temple of Doom was tw- twenty eight. That's eight million more million. dollars they could have spent so, on a minecart. Yeah, but that chase. goes quickly, I would assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, especially back then, like with all yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? I so understand it's I for think, the times, but I just don't think the minecar scene. I don't think the minecar scene up. aged well. I don't. All think right, it holds well, up. moving on then. <laughs> yeah, Josh, okay, your I'll opinion's different, so shut up. <laughs> I, I'll say this. I, 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 I'm gonna retract what I said before. I'm okay. gonna say this is my second least favorite Indiana Jones movie. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay, good. Moving on. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Listen, um, real, real quick, real quick. The callback, yeah, the callback to the first film with the gun, the gun bit, oh, where he he goes, a, which we actually didn't even talk about in the first one. In the first movie, he, oh, yeah. he pulls the gun instead of like, which is funny because um, I believe everybody was food poisoned. Yes, there was like a bunch of people in the crew were actually food poisoned that day, and he just didn't want to shoot that scene where he actually fights this big sword. I'm talking about Raiders right now. Right, he he fights this guy with his huge sword, so he just pulls he. He turns to Steven and he he's like, can I just shoot this guy? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. It ended up looking Which, awesome. Yeah, yeah it's a it great bit. It's, it's iconic. Great. But the thing and is, is they, that this movie's a prequel. How is it yeah, a callback? It's, it's a, a callback. Call it's a callback, but it's a call forward. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a callback where he reaches for the gun and he has no gun. He's like, where's the gun? <laughs> can we talk about the beautiful, intense... Uh, James Bond look that he has when he lets all the kids free and it like the camera goes straight to Indy and he's like just staring off into the distance. That's pretty Do good. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I, I just, know what you're talking about. I just want to reference that and give you know. It just kudos. makes your heart all warm. And just, it's it, like, it, it really does. Good job, Indiana Jones. I support. Way to you. go, Indy. I, I really you. appreciate. Okay. You. Here's another the bridge scene. I think is such a cool like another badass scene. Like, oh, first of all, he looks ripped in that scene. Yeah, he like, got Harrison ripped Ford for the movie. was so ripped for that scene. <laughs> well, they well, which is really interesting because he's like '80s ripped, which is just like yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. fit father. Like versus look at somebody <laughs> yeah, but now. Like, kind of fit I think forty year old dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to see like the differences though. Like Bruce Willis and Harrison Ford were like body image icons in the '80s. Yeah. Versus now looking at these guys that have like two percent body fat or whatever. But I feel like I could look like Indiana Jones. I don't no, think yeah, I yeah, could yeah. look like freaking Chris Hemsworth. You know? <laughs> the standard but really like, changed because look at The Rock. Exactly. Now, who's one of the highest paid actors? And then you had Harrison For some Ford. Reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I but yeah, I, I love that bridge scene because he's just so badass. Like his character is badass, but he also just looks badass because he's got that like sleeve is ripped and you mm-hmm. see his bicep is just, just like bulging. flexing, like <laughs> literally flexing. He did so many push ups before that scene. Uh oh, uh another thing I really liked is earlier in the movie before they get to uh the temple of I can't remember the name Doom? of the temple. Sorry about the P. No, no, no the actual <laughs> temple that they went to. Um It's a temple where, of Doom though. Where Willie is like fighting with with indy around the fire and then like the elephant keeps hitting her in the head and he's like you should sleep closer over here and she's like 
Dr. Jones, I'd be safer sleeping with a snake, and the snake like just comes right over his shoulder. And she just thinking it's the elephant. I hate that elephant throws. And and Indy's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like freaking out that it's a snake. <laughs> it's so funny. It the um, movie has the movie has some really good moments. Like I said, it's very crisp. It's really well put together. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I just didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the other two movies. Because uh, it's only yeah. a trilogy, but um, short round it's still has the good. best moments in the movie, though. Short, I feel short, like, like I feel like short round is the best part of the movie in general. I think so too. Like when he's uh he's fighting with uh Joe with Doctor Jones over yeah. the oh that he's cheating. You yeah. cheat. I'm you, real small. You cheat real big. <laughs> and then he just pulls an ace out of his sleeve. <laughs> yeah, so funny, dude. Love him. It's just, oh, man. I don't know. I, I actually, I, I really love this movie. Like, I, I, I got there. Obviously, there are some qualms, but and sure. it's my third favorite of the original three. But still, I, it's, I think it's a good that, one. um, I think that for me, I think that the, the, the qualms of the movie aren't that bad. It's just not my favorite Indiana Jones movie. But I would probably still watch this movie over a lot of movies <laughs> in general. Yeah. Uh, but it's not horrible. It's not amazing. I think Spielberg tried to be as different as possible from the first one. And that's admirable. And it pays off in a lot of ways. But I feel like it also is a detriment in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I mean, it leads to my favorite movie of the three. All of our Last favorite Crusade. movies. The Last I Crusade. I love Last Crusade. <laughs> the Last Crusade is the best Indiana Jones movie. I will fight anybody who says otherwise. I'll, I'll do I it right freaking, now. I Let love this hands. movie. I think this movie has is the funniest of the three. Absolutely. And it's like there isn't one joke that either ages from oh. like then to now or oh, like yeah. doesn't land. Like Amen. I feel like they all are like a hundred percent. They great. Go off, brother. I think that this movie. <laughs> Has the best action, the best uh, story, the best humor, the best villains, the best story beats, the best heart and humanization. Yeah, the I think relationship. It's great. I think the, on, the only thing that's missing is Marion. I feel like. Honestly, yeah. The I relationship wish she had come with back, his father but... is pretty incredible. It's amazing. It's so, no, yeah, like so funny. Yeah, yeah, and Josh Josh mentioned earlier how like Indy is a like is such a humanized figure, and I feel like bringing his father in really and does because it. there are such differences between them two, and because there is like this thing in their in their backstory with their mother, his mother being having died from I think it was cancer, right? I think uh, so. They um, never really talk about. They it. They never they just say what she was, was Yeah, but I think it just humanizes Indy even that much more, especially like after that motorcycle scene where he actually they actually talk about Bro, it for a sec. I love that scene, and yeah. he slaps him. That's yeah, for me. <laughs> That's for blush for me. Listen, every single line, every single line of Sean Connery's in this movie is written for Sean Connery to say. Yeah, yeah. is he Scottish? Right. Yeah, he's Scottish. Yeah, so it's yeah, so is Indy Scottish? Like what? No, Sean Connery's accent never changes. That's the thing about Sean Connery. Like he never changes his accent. He's always just Sean Connery, and everybody has just accepted it at this point. Yeah, and Hayden was mentioning how uh, Indiana Jones is the 007 of treasure. Well, now he's actually like going on a his treasure hunt with a 007. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that let's just start from the top of this incredible masterpiece of a film. Uh, the opening act is just so wonderful because it reveals so much exposition through the classic nomenclature of show don't tell. Yeah. We find out his phobia. Like where it comes Snakes. from. Yeah. We find out where he gets his scar on his chin. We find Which, out why yeah. he uses a whip. 
Like we find out where he gets the fedora and the drive to keep ancient relics in museums. Yeah. We get all this from just Spielberg showing us. He doesn't say like, oh, a whip. Oh, this is my new favorite tool. You know, oh, no, I got a scar on my chin that'll probably be there forever. Oh, a fedora I'll wear for the rest of my life. Like that never happens. It happens I, in other movies. I think River Phoenix is really good as a as the, the Sierra Indiana Jones. King. Bro. Yeah. Rip in peace. Um, rip in peace. But uh, more so, I love the transition between that intro, Ooh. like the where the fedora he puts the fedora yes. on, like, on Indy's head, yes. and then he lifts his eyes. Yeah. And it's old Indy. It's great. Yes, it's perfect, and it also like shows a little bit more about Indy as far as a character, like not right. only like his backstory as a kid, but it also shows his drive. Like you said, he's still like searching for the cross of Coronado. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which like, is he's impressive. Still on the same... I've, yeah, I've never exactly. done anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never cared so about perfect. anything that much. <laughs> Yeah, I love I love that intro. It's perfect. I think um, that I, I, in my in my research for this film, I found out that uh -huh. originally that was supposed to be the the guy in the fedora was supposed to be Abner Ravenwood, who they talk about in oh. the first movie, who is Marion's father. Marion's father, yeah. And they cut it out because they didn't want to confuse people, and they didn't want people to be like, "Well, wait a minute, like, uh, what? Right? That wouldn't have confused me. That would have been no. great. That would have been perfect. It would have been I amazing, like. right? It would have been like, oh my god, like Abner Ravenwood." Is the man who gave Indiana Jones made Indy, Indy like, yeah, yeah. Th that's well, incredible. Did you? Uh, I also found out that the Last Crusade was originally supposed to be a haunted castle. Yeah. And, uh, oh, Spielberg, I heard something about this. Spielberg had just finished a horror movie. I don't remember which one. Poltergeist, Poltergeist, Poltergeist. right? Yeah. And Spielberg said, uh, "No, I'm done with horror movies for a while." <laughs> that's so funny. And that's so they so decided to do it differently, which but I they, thought they, was so interesting. They put a. They alluded to it with the Austrian castle stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think which since that, we're already there, let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> let's talk <laughs> Dang, about in the Scottish accent, <laughs> Scottish Lord thing. Look at me, I'm drenched, <laughs> and I've gone and caught a snipper. <laughs> if you're a Scottish Lord, I'm Mickey Mouse. <laughs> How dare he? Did you guys like Marcus Brody? Yes, Dude, I he love so Marcus funny. Brody. I, oh I feel God. like he's the like one that steals the scenes and oh yeah, wait, 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 he's so clueless. That's what I love yes. about him. He's so we, no, but I love like how I love we, how Indy Indy yeah. is just like. <laughs> go ahead, we, go ahead. You, we you we have to talk about that real quick, and then we'll go back in the movie. So whenever he <laughs> he gets caught, and um and Indy's like. He sticks uh, out like a sore thumb. We'll find him. Yeah. The like, hell you hell will. You will. <laughs> and then it, He's got a two-day head start, which is more than he needs. He has friends from here to Nantucket. He knows every he language know, and every culture. He speaks a dozen languages. He knows every custom. He'll blend, blend in. You'll never see him again. And then, it cuts and then it cuts to him. Does anybody <laughs> here speak English? He's or even a little ancient Greek. <laughs> He's got He's chicken feathers all over him. He's walking through the street in this white suit. That's what I love, man. Hello, so does anybody speak any English? How about a little ancient Greek? No? Oh, what the hell am I doing here? I love, I love, since we're on Brody, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna, like, flash forward. The guy offers him water. He's like, no, thank you, sir. No, fish make love in it. <laughs> like, so well, I, what I thought was funny, too, is when Sala is trying to help him escape, and he accidentally oh, he puts, puts him, him in, in the, the truck. Nazi truck. Oh, yeah. And then it just drives off. So, I love the part where Sala, the, the guy comes over and he's like papers please oh papers run and then marcus yeah. yes. is just like oblivious he's like run run yes uh did you say just did incredible you say, run all right so let's go back a little bit more let's go back to whenever um 
uh, to whenever Marcus and Indiana. <laughs> so first of all, I'm really happy that Marcus came on this adventure this time. Yeah. Because uh, I, you know, they have really good chemistry, and I really like those two. I characters wish they would together. have sent him on the other ones too. I don't think it would have worked as well as this one because there was so. a lot of stuff that led into this one that led them to working together really well. Hmm. Specifically, they weren't directly going into danger with Nazis. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's true. I think that um, whenever they get off of the boat in Venice, there's a one shot, and Spielberg is like kind of famous for his one shots, but like having like a hidden cut in them, or not a hidden cut, but like a blatant cut hiding like his one yeah. shot. You know? Yeah. So there's one shot in it where they come off of the boat, the the camera's tracking with them the whole way they're walking down the pier, and then they turn off the pier, the camera stops moving and just stays focused on Jones's face, and he gets like two or three inches from the camera whenever Schneider, Dr. Schneider, calls to them, and they, they turn around and the camera pans really fast to her. And that scene is so, like... Spielberg-y. It, yeah, it's so, like, <laughs> delicately flawless yeah it's so you don't notice it you don't notice that it's happening it's just all That's very true. i natural. didn't actually notice until you just mentioned exactly it. Oh. It, but it gives you it gives you this like rubber band effect because yeah. you're moving you're moving you're moving and then it's just zooming in because because indy's getting closer to the camera so he's just mm-hmm. getting closer and closer closer and then the camera like rubber bands over to schneider yeah over i Indy's just shoulder i'm watching it right now because i didn't even notice what you were talking about <laughs> It's incredible. It's it's such like a it's such master craft that you would never think to do that uh, unless you were just you're you're just like in that headspace. And I've yeah, yeah, never yeah. been in a space where it's like <laughs> this is the shot, like right here. You know, it's just it's it, he's he's just next level. Spielberg just knows what it's he's not doing. The same, isn't that the same shot where Indy is like flirting again? Yeah, yes. it's it's the shot <laughs> that he like, exudes sex again in the in the <laughs> exudes. movies. Exudes, yeah. You have your father's like eyes sweating and my sex. mother's ears, but the yeah. rest are yours. <laughs> He's like, and then he gets her the I'll, flower. Like the best parts are gone. He's like, but I'll catch you again. <laughs> the best parts are taken. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, big yeah. ass <laughs> smile. No, I think he says all. What you say? What happens once once it's dead? And he's like, "I'll steal another yes, one for that, you." Yeah. He's like, "Bro, like he's, he's just, just like, like a horn dog over here." He's freaking he's spitting game for this Austrian archaeologist, bro. He's like, "What's up? What's up?" You know, oh my it's just gosh. incredible. But like, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> um, that shot's just incredible. And then Spielberg does something like it again, except in an action scene with the boat chase. Whenever the boat is being cut up by oh, the propeller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he just holds, keeps them in that shot. Yeah. yeah, he holds those like medium and wide angles, and that's to actually show Harrison boat. Ford there. Yeah, which is that's really actually dangerous. Harrison Ford. <laughs> they made that boat like two or two times longer than it originally was, so they had a lot oh, of time yeah. to chop through. And if you watch really that closely, they had to ADR Harrison Ford's lines in later because there's times <laughs> where he's like. And like not saying anything, but his mouth is moving like a ton. <laughs> and then it'll cut, and it'll be like, "Where's my father?" You know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, as as much as I love that scene because of that moment specifically, uh, I feel like that scene is a little bit like annoying to me because, um, I feel like that's the dead space, the only dead space in the film because it's like these groups of guys are following them, and we don't really know who they. We think that they're villains, but they're really trying right. to protect the treasure, right. the Holy Grail. But right. like he. Harrison Ford just kills all these guys, and this last guy is just like, "All right, just leave me by the pier. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day." <laughs> like, like, what? He just killed a bunch of his friends. Like, first of all, first of all, first of all, though, 
Harrison Ford did not kill any of his friends. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like, but he didn't. <laughs> those guys are missing. The the first the first two guys or the first three guys in the first boat they were like oh I'm gonna go through these ships too and they exploded so they're idiots <laughs> and then the next two guys he punched out of the boat right so right, right. he didn't necessarily kill anyone um, I but feel you know like, what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah I know what you mean but I feel like there's there's a there is a, there's a trend in all these movies and it's the organic nature of the chase scenes. Uh, mm. In the first movie, the truck scene, very organic, like getting to the chase. It's not like they're getting away, like the bad guys are getting away, you know, like whatever. Mm. It's just really like that's the next logical step in this story is mm. this chase or this escape, right? I'll give From you this. I'll give you this. Trucks. You win this battle. Yeah. <laughs> From the truck, <laughs> the, 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 the arc and the truck scene in the first movie, the mine car scene in the second movie, and then the boat scene, and then later on the airplane scene all of the escapes or chases are very organic and a part of the story. They're not just like, no, 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 Like, you know, nothing seems. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Moving to the castle scene. What I think is really cool about the, in the castle scene, we see like this, the our first interaction between Indy and Sean Connery, his dad. And they're so great. They play off each other so well. Like the whole- the bit about hitting him and he hits oh. him over the head with the vase, but Dude. the vase, he's like worried about the vase <laughs> instead of him. <laughs> but also like later on in the scene where he, uh, they're tied up on the chair and, and he gives him the, the, uh, lighter, the lighter and he drops the lighter, sets the room on fire. It's <laughs> just like a perfect scene. <laughs> yeah. It's so he great. Says, like the floor's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole scene itself like I, it just feels so great it's like what you were saying it's very it feels organic it's like the very next logical step is okay let's go to a place where it's not going to catch on fire to them i guess it was the fire escape and then it turns right. and it goes to the headquarters part. like it's Amazing. just like a perfect it's it's so it's like it's got this physical humor like there's a lot of jokes that right. are like verbally said but there's so much like physical humor in this movie as well that just, that just lands. works so well yeah yeah it entirely just just lands i'll say leading into that as well uh it leads us into what i think uh well yeah keep going i'll talk about oh, okay. that in a minute um uh, another part like just like the uh the slight humor again when when he goes to berlin to get the grail diary back and then yeah he faces hitler <laughs> he just ends Bro. up like in front of hitler and so he intense. gives the diary over and he's like, like oh shoot like that's it hitler has the diary that's but, it like just kidding he just wants to he thinks it's this guy like wanting an autograph for him <laughs> like it's so it. funny i think that it's that's perfect all of these movies, uh, Raiders and Last Crusade and Schindler's List. Uh, mm. So Spielberg is uh, Jewish, and yeah. I feel like these movies are the like those three movies specifically are very much like the middle finger to the Nazis <laughs> from Spielberg. Like he's using his platform to be like these guys are trash. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. One one American can take out that whole nation. Like that's what he's saying basically. <laughs> I love the uh, um, I love the motorcycle chase scene where yes you see Indy like being really proud of himself in a few moments yeah. and then he his, he looks over at his dad and his dad is just like yeah so disappointed what? yeah just pure disappointment there's there's Indy, only one Indy just looks forward like oh. Okay. It's so true. It's so true too. Like just thinking about like whenever you do something great and your dad's like right there looking at you and he's just like. Okay, that wasn't, that wasn't that cool. 
the, there's only one moment where his dad's like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. And it's whenever he takes the flag and uses it as a joust, uh, uses it as oh, a yeah, lance yeah, yeah. on the other. He's like, yeah, he's like he, proud. He's like, oh, yeah, it's going to work. Like, oh, oh, my son, the joster. <laughs> No, but, uh, but they really play so well off each other. There's so many moments between mm. them two. Like I, I love the scene um, where oh shoot, I just forgot it. I thought about it while Hayden was talking, and now I forgot it. Is okay. it where they well, come then up, I'll talk about is it. it. Is it the scene when they the do post? the plane? The post? Yeah, like where they, they go, go to, to Berlin. They either go to Berlin no, 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 or no. Germany. It was after that scene. It was another so it's scene. The Zeppelin. Oh, the the scene of the Zeppelin. Yeah, yes. they're, they're sitting like after. So uh, uh, let's just hit the hit the classic line where he he goes inside. The Nazis Tickets, go inside. And he's like, "Ticket, please." <laughs> Tickets, he throws him out the Zeppelin. He's like. No ticket. And everyone's like, it's amazing. Perfect. Yeah. But right after, right after that, where they're both sitting at the the little table on the zeppelin, they're talking, and he's like basically confronting his dad that he was never there for him or whatever. Right. Never. They never talked. Right. And and Sean Connery is like, well, you show for lunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, we're here now. What do you want to say? And he's like, well, I don't, I don't know now. That's the He's most. Like, so what are you complaining about? <laughs> that's the most like dad dad thing. thing. Yeah, it's, it's so, so, so true, true too. I'm, I don't know if you guys have ever had that happen to you, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I love that scene. And then once again, we get into the organic nature of the progression of the film. All of the beats of the story and the plot points lead directly into each other, right? So let's start with the. They get on the zeppelin, right? They're escaping Germany. He punches the Nazi out of the Zeppelin. Now the Nazis mm-hmm. know they're on the Zeppelin. The Zeppelin gets in the air and then starts to turn around. So they have to escape the Zeppelin to avoid the Nazis. Right. They get onto a plane and the incredible line, fly, yes, land, <laughs> land no. no. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that whole sequence, though, is <laughs> Yo, when on, uh, Sean Connery shoots out, <laughs> he shoots out the, ram, the, the Dad, tail. We hit- and we hit that. He's like, I'm sorry to say, son, I'm sorry. They got us. <laughs> But the way he says it, you like you think he's gonna apologize for what he did because yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. "Son, I'm sorry. They got us. They got us." <laughs> <laughs> or right before that, when he's like, "Eleven o'clock, Dad. Eleven o'clock. What, what happens, happens at, at 11, eleven o'clock? o'clock? <laughs> Twelve, eleven, so ten, eleven o'clock." <laughs> so fun. So in real life, though, uh, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford are only eleven years apart. <laughs> yeah. So that makes sense. Sean Connery would have. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that have been very strange. Anyway, um, but that that scene. So we go from the flying and then crashing, crash landinging, and he's like, "Nice landing," <laughs> and he's like, "Thanks, it's better than most." Uh, uh, then they go into that car. They steal that car from that poor old guy. And th- there's an incredible moment where the plane flies through the tunnel, right, and just oh, yeah. shatters its wings, and they're all just looking at each other. <laughs> and it just blows up. It's just a great moment. And then the bomb drops. Oh yeah, they, they run right into, into the ditch. <laughs> like right after they're like, "Wow, we did it. We're getting away." Immediately. Yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It, it really can be a comedy if they wanted to. Yeah. And oh, 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 okay. Right before we move on though. Right before we move on. Whenever they run away from the car and they get behind the wall after the plane's like, do, 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 you know, and Sean Connery goes, I, I think they're trying to kill us. <laughs> and Harrison yeah. Ford, Indian Jones, like, I know, dad. Like, it's just the most 
He's like, it's the most. He's like, he's, like, he's like, this is a new experience for me. <laughs> and he's like, happens to me all the time. <laughs> it's just such a great moment. It's it it really shows the distance in their characters, though. Like Sean Connery's character, his father, uh, Doctor Jones Senior, is an academic. He's not an adventurer. Yeah, 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 yeah. He totally. I mean, journals. even later, later he's like, "You call this archaeology?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. Yeah. I think uh, Jones says at some point in the movie, he's not a field man. Right. He he's does. He's a classroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He does, but you know, it still be like that sometimes. Well, and there's but so many. We go- there's so many parts in the movie where Indiana Jones's dad could be way more badass. Like the scene in the tank where he's, you know, there's multiple times where you see a gun, and it, he doesn't do something Indiana would do. He just kind of looks at it and says, "Right, what, what right. do I do with this?" I mean, the, he ju- yeah. he jumps into the tank to rescue uh, Brody. Marcus Brody, and Brody's yeah. like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "This is a rescue mission," and then he like turns around, and that's it. They're caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't do anything. So clueless. <laughs> he just makes it a uh, worse situation. It's so funny, and it's, but it's, it's so great because that scene itself just like is. I feel like this movie has so many great scenes. Like mm-hmm. it, it really feels like a movie that doesn't stop. I feel like right, because it, yeah. it, it it continuously goes from like a great scene to another great scene. Like this tank scene. I feel like is one of the best scenes in this movie, but I can't really pick out a great scene in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where he's uh, hanging from that gun and he's like about to go die like into this like wall. It's perfect. Yeah. And he climbs up and gets out of it, obviously, like Indiana always does. Right. But like that that whole scene, it's like the way Spielberg is able to like, like put humor into these action scenes is perfect as well. Like just, again, just Marcus gets up and he's like, "How how does one get off this thing?" And Indiana Jones like pulls his like fist back to like punch and hits Marcus <laughs> off the thing by accident. It's so perfect. Like there's or so many like they're... great like moments where it hits and it lands and like it, oh, it yeah. seems like it seems like uh like Spielberg is able to create these moments where like. Cause effect, cause effect, cause effect, like over and over and over again, and yeah. it just flows so well. Yeah, and or there's like the scene when they're in the tank, whenever they shoot the ink into that one guy's face, and he oh, dies. Yeah. And Brody's like, Brody, oh uh, uh, Henry, don't you see that the pen? <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> the pen, Henry, is mightier than the sword. Like the sword. He took the, he took the time to make that joke <laughs> that in G. that I situation. Know. <laughs> it's so perfect. Brody it, is literally the standout, like for me in this movie. It's he's he, just he so steals funny. the scenes. Yeah, he, I love him. Um, and then we think Indy really almost dies. We we really do. Yeah, because he loses and they his all hat. they all think, think they did. Yeah, I think that's, he lost his hat. I think that's my that's favorite true. part of the entire tank scene is when it goes off. He goes you over think the Indy's edge. dead. He comes back up and he's just kind of standing behind them. <laughs> he's just kind of standing behind them, and then you can tell Nodding. that he's like. You can tell that Indy's just like beat to living hell. Oh and yeah. So then, but it's so funny because his dad turns to him and he's like, "I thought I lost your son." Yeah. And then like, but it's such a quick moment between oh, yeah. like he thought that he's gone and then he's like, "All right, let's get back on mission." His dad yeah. is. It, right. It almost seems like a role reversal at this point where his dad is the one trying to get get back on mission and like Indy is just like exhausted and wants to rest. And he's like, "What are you it's doing like, sitting there for?" Yeah. He's just like, We're "Let's so go." So close to the end. Yeah. The, the the puppet though, like the little marionette that's attached to that tank whenever it's rolling down. Bad. Uh. <laughs> like I don't know if you guys saw it, but it just. But looks... it's definitely not as bad as the marionettes tied to the raft falling from the plane. Let's be honest. That's. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> 
Um, uh, and then we go to the you know the climax of the movie. He goes to find the Grail, and I think it's great that like he's got these three trials he needs to get through to get to the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. um, because it's almost like a callback to the first time we ever saw Indiana Jones in the intro to Raiders, right. where he's got all these booby traps that he's trying to get out of. Yeah. So it's it's I, fantastic. Well, and I, I think, think almost like a full circle. Go ahead. Okay. No, you go. You go, buddy. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, I'll, I'll go. Um, I love that when they enter uh, the Holy Grail place. I don't even know what do you call that. What's the tomb called? Is it called a tomb? It, no, it's not uh, a tomb. I mean, it's not a whatever, tomb. Whatever it is, it was just. I think they just called it like where the when, grail when was. They, the, the canyon. They, the canyon was called Crescent Moon Canyon, but I don't remember what oh, the city was. When called. they enter the brick place. Um, the rock room. Uh, yeah. I love that they added an intensity, like when they shot Indy's dad, it adds an intensity of, and a rush to like for Indy to yeah. get this done. And yeah. so you're mm-hmm. feeling that intensity of him being like, oh my God, I have to figure this out really quickly or it's, else my dad's real... going to die. Yeah. It's a real motivation. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. you. You immediately sympathize with right. Indiana Jones right. because you're like, he doesn't want his dad to die. Yeah. I don't want his dad to die. I want him to succeed. It's not like <laughs> he's going after fortune and glory. Right. And my he palm, has a real motivation. My palms were right. sweaty during this whole scene of him trying to that get That makes there. sense. My knees were weak yeah. for mom's spaghetti. <laughs> mom's <Okay>. spaghetti. <laughs> um, but I, I, uh, to, to, real quick, I, I do want to jump back for like one yeah, second. Yeah. 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 Back to the Austrian castle. I want to say that I'm so happy that they revealed right there that Donovan and Schneider were villains. That's halfway (laughs) through the movie. Most movies are saving that until they're at the grail. Like, until he walks in and is like, the grail is for me, haha, drink! And then he, like, turns to Ash or whatever. Right. But this movie did it there, and I love it because then it forced Indy and his dad to actually, like, reconcile and work together on things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see that executed perfectly in this part where they're both figuring out the booby traps at the same time. Yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. it's great. It keeps bouncing back and forth between them because now they're synced up. Now their relationship Mm -hmm. is, is, like, healing yeah, it's so definitely not a better movie anymore. for that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just oh, Spielberg, man, <laughs> and I, Lucas. I love. I, I, this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I guess I was really confused as far as when he gets to the actual. Well, let's talk about first how awesome the intense <laughs> death scene was, where he turns. Oh to my Ash. god! Yes, I'm telling you, every time they do a death scene, it's so freaking good. It's next uh, level. Yeah. So anyways, uh, when, where was I going? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> when it, uh, Elsa Schneider, I think she, I, I, I read somewhere that they, <clears throat> they, they kind of intended her for, to be like picking the wrong gauntlet or the wrong cup on purpose. Uh, yeah, because I, she didn't want to share that. That's the vibe I got that. when I watched it. Yeah, yeah. So they they she picked the wrong one on purpose, but she just didn't know what would happen. Right. So uh, like I I think that she does pick the wrong one on purpose because earlier in the scene when that scene where um, Indy and his dad go back to Berlin and Indy confronts uh, Elsa and she says I believe she says like uh, uh, I believe in the Grail, not the swastika. Which, right, yeah. Which yeah. Indy comes back with like, I don't give a damn what you believe. <laughs> I don't give a damn Shut what you believe. Down. 
But like uh, that just kind of shows that like, yes, she's with the Nazis because she has to be to get this done, at least in her viewpoint. But she doesn't believe what the Nazis believe and she's not in accordance with the Nazis. So at the end, she actually wants that treasure to be for herself slash for whatever it is that she like her. Right. Whatever her museum thing is. The museum or whatever. Yeah. But uh, Indy is is the opposite where, yes, he wants it in a museum, but also like he respects that the grill cannot leave this place, right? Well, so, well, I mean, and then, he says yeah. it to her like, yeah. it can't pass the border or whatever. Yeah. And the then, seal. And then she I, falls I, into the butt crack of death. Of doom, yeah. 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 Which in uh, in college was JWoww's thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People would fall into my butt crack of doom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, remember, uh, I remember the great moment in that movie uh, whenever... Elsa, so when Jones, when, when Indy is holding Elsa's hand and she's reaching for the grail. Right. Um, I don't know if the grail is necessarily like her life's pursuit, but at that point it is her life's pursuit. Right. And so I think it's incredible to watch him be like, come on, I can't hold you. Like, I, you're going to fall. And then she yeah. falls. And then the man who we know for a fact has been his entire life's yeah. pursuit is the grail, which is the, the father, Sean Connery, yeah. Dr. Jones. His whole life has been wrapped up in the grail. And he has the opportunity to hold on to his son. And his son's like, I can get the grail, dad. I can get it. And so he's still trying to achieve, yeah. Indiana Jones is still trying to achieve that um, that that success for his father. For his that, dad, that, yeah. That, he, that, wants like, to, yeah. he wants to impress his dad and give Which him Which we all whatever. are, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You, you're right. And at that moment, but Sean his dad Connery's is the character, one that picks yeah, his Sean Connery's character the... is like, you're more important like your identity like, let it as go, Indiana son. Jones I, yeah, is more I love important that, where than it just cuts the object to him of the grail. And he says, "Let it go, son. <sighs> let it, let it go, son." Indiana, Indiana, let it go, son. <laughs> let it go, son. <laughs> and it's then perfect. he's just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> "It's incredible." It's God, so good. And then we find out that his name is not Indiana. <laughs> that he's Junior. Henry Jones. And Sala's Jr. like, Sala's like, Junior? Why Jr. is Junior? I got a lot of fun <laughs> memories Sean, of that Sean, dog. Sean Connery points to himself, Henry Jones, and then he points to Indiana, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great. But by the way, um, Indiana was the name of George Lucas's dog. Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew that. And also, Walton is Henry's last, or Indiana's middle name, and Walton is actually George Lucas's middle name as well. Oh. oh. Look at George just writing stuff in. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, so at the end of the movie, they drive off. They, it's so funny. Again, Marcus always gets the last word. He's like, follow me. I know the way. <laughs> he like takes off and he's barely and the on the horse. Like, <laughs> he's just falling off the Connery. horse. Sean Connery turns to, to Indy and he goes, got lost in his own museum, huh? <laughs> Did you, well, and it also cuts to when they're like riding off into the sunset. It cuts yeah, to- Yeah, and the credits see, are coming up. You see Indiana like holding Marcus yeah, up on the like horse. Yeah, he's like trying to Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> it's great. But that's like, that's a great, and it's like what, what you said, Josh, that this is a great ending to like this trilogy because they're riding right. off into the horse set. The credits are coming up over that the same horse thing. Set? Oh, sorry, the, the sunset. <laughs> they're riding their horses off into the sunset. <laughs> there it is. And the credits are coming up and the score is going on. It's just oh, like yeah. a perfect <laughs> moment <laughs> that should have been <laughs> the end. But it wasn't. It wasn't the end. And you know what? I'm, we're not going to talk about the fourth one. 
Who are we kidding? We just we just ain't got the time. We don't got the time, and it also like come on. So real quick for the entire trilogy, what is your verdict, gentlemen? Hayden, you go first. Uh, the trilogy is absolutely incredible. Thumb up or thumb down? Thumbs up. Uh, Jay Wow. Yeah, I like all, every movie is a thumbs up for me. Even mm-hmm. though the the Temple of Doom is like the. Sure. Uh, not as good, but it's still a thumbs up. So the trilogy is a thumbs up for me. Yeah, absolutely. I think this trilogy is unremakeable. I don't think they'll ever be able to capture any kind of magic like this ever again. Uh, any kind of character, any kind of writing, any kind of. And they should never remake it either. And they shouldn't. They shouldn't try to. They should try to be better. But anyway, I think the all three of these are incredible. All thumbs up as high as they could possibly go. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. We love you so much. Hey everyone, JWoww again. As Joshua said there at the end, thanks so much for tuning into our first episode. Like I said in the intro, we love these films and highly recommend them, so make sure to check them out on Netflix if you haven't already, or if you just want to get another rewatch. Also, we would love to hear from you regarding this episode or these movies, so follow us on Instagram at 2 underscore 35 media to join the conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a 5 star rating and subscribe so you never miss out on an episode. We'll be back with another episode next week. See you then at the Netflix 500.